Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sara Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today, my guest is Brian Muldoon. Now, Brian is a very special person in my life. He is a great friend of mine and his wife, Janice. They have both been incredible support for me as friends, but also as coaches and business mentors as well. So we teamed up, gosh, must have been four years ago now to put together some marketing ideas to help me grow my business, which were extremely successful. They do come in and talk to my coaches too, to train them in my training school, the International Divorce Coach Center of Excellence. But Brian is one in a million. And that's why I've invited him to come on today and speak to me because I want you guys to know about him. He is a phenomenal coach. And it takes a lot for me to say that about a coach. I've been coaching for 27 years and I know a lot of amazing coaches. And Brian is one of the very best I've ever met. And he's also coached me through some real times in my life where I needed support. And I can tell you he is second to none. So I am super excited to welcome my dear friend, Brian Muldoon, to the show. Welcome, Brian. Oh, it's so great to be here. And uh, yeah, like you said, dear friend, it's, it's my pleasure. Oh, I'm super excited to have you as my guest. I mean, I, I just explained in the intro a little bit about how what a phenomenal coach you are. And I've obviously been coached by you, a really tough time in my life. You stepped up and, and really supported me through something that was cripplingly traumatic, I think probably is how mm-hmm. I would put it. Um, and I know that you've helped lots and lots of other people. You've got so many skills, Brian, and I know that's come from life experience. So please, for everyone listening, why don't you share some of your story with us? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, thank you for that. Uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think that, um, you know, to take a, a long story and try and shorten it and condense it, you know, uh, growing up, uh, as a kid, you know, I really lacked confidence and self-esteem and self-worth and things like that because of the environment that I grew up in, you know, which is not unique to me. You know, there's lots of people that face a lot of adversity and challenges growing up, right? We all know that. And so for me, that was kind of the thing. And, and so I, I really struggled throughout my life in re- with relationships and with career and jobs and different things like that, because you know, I just, I just had this psychology going on all these questions. And I just realized that I, that I knew that there was something more and I knew that I had to become more. And so that was just something that I worked out, you know, worked on within myself throughout my life and through my career and building businesses. And, you know, I really had a passion for sales and marketing and, and, you know, I really threw myself into that and, you know, I've done well in business. I've also done uh, not very well in business, you know, but through all these different experiences, you know, we learn things. And it was the same thing with relationships, you know, I struggled with those, um, you know, didn't feel like I was enough and all these sorts of things. But, you know, I just kept investing in myself and trying to figure out like, who am I? 
why do I feel the way that I am? Why do, you know, why do I make the decisions I do and how can I improve on those things? And then that led me ultimately to finding myself in a place later in life where, you know, I was going after all the things that, you know, we're supposed to, that they say, you know, you, you get to that place where it all makes sense and it was all worth it. You know, the house, the cars, the money, the travel, and, and I got all those things, but yet uh, emotionally, I, I still wasn't in a good place. I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel like I had a sense of purpose. And that's really when I went on that journey of self-development and really investing in myself, like I said, figure out, you know, how can I become a better person to experience more happiness, more joy, and to really, I think, contribute in every area of my life beyond my own needs. Because that's what I realized is that I was really caught up in the story that I had about who I was. And I had to get out of that and start figuring out how I could become more. And so that's kind of like my journey to where I'm at today, you know, which is my passion, which is really supporting people and helping them get past their own blocks, you know, their own uh, maybe uh, questionable beliefs about themselves, their own story so that they can have that breakthrough and, and really get an alignment with who they actually are. Yeah, I mean, I've obviously worked with you for probably four, maybe five years now. I don't know, a long time. And I just think that you've got such a depth of experience. And I think it comes from having been through a tough time yourself or many tough times. You know, I know we talked about this before and, you know, you've, you've been through a lot of adversity. Why is it, do you think, that that adversity for some people can really become their superpower? Because a lot of the people listening will know that I talk a lot about turning that pain into your power from your mm. breakup, when you're hurting, you know, don't let this consume you. You can actually turn this around, flip it and turn it into something that, that moves you forward. So, so, you know, how do you make that decision? Because I guess you have a choice at that point, either to just be dominated for the rest of your life by the things that have happened to you. You know, and, and other people choose to step up and make a difference. You know, how does that come about, Brian? How does it work for you? You know, that's great. Like, that's a great question. I loved what you were just saying in there, you know, about how we have choice and how do you decide? You know, at the end of the day, it really, you know, that's the thing. You have to decide. Like I had to decide. You've had to decide. You know, maybe someone listening to this, you know, they're in a point where, you know, in their lives or they've been where they've had to make that decision. And so for me, you know, it was, I was never happy with who I was. And I didn't realize that that was actually a blessing in disguise. I was never happy with who I was. And so I had to make the decision, well, do you stick with what you've got? Or do you go and explore and see what's available on the other side? Not realizing that everything that I wanted was actually right in front of me, but it was down to what you said, the decision. Are you going to go down that path? Or are you going to choose a different path and see what what's available? And, and so I just made that decision that I'd had enough. I didn't want to feel like I wasn't enough anymore. You know, I didn't want to look at myself in the mirror and not like who I saw, you know, or was looking at. And, and I was desperate to change that. And so, you know, I was willing to put the work into doing that, which is hard to do, you know, because as human beings, you know, Sarah, that it takes us a long time to do very little. It's just the way we are. And so, you know, I just had had enough, I think, was that was really where I, I, I decided I, I didn't want things to 
continue or possibly get worse. I wanted, I wanted to stop continuing and try to make things better. Yeah, and I, I, I love what you just said there about you know looking externally for those things that are going to make you happy. Because I think a lot of us spend a lot of time doing that. Or when I get the car, when I get the travel and the holidays, when I've got the house, you know, when I'm earning, to, you know, when I get the next promotion, all those things, but they're all external and they're not within us. And I think one of the books I read that really for me has had a massive, profound impact. I don't know about you, Brian, but along my journey, there's certain books I've read that have completely changed my course or opened up what I'm thinking about and the way I'm processing life and what's happening for me. One of those books was The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Um, And the first line in that book is, and the little boy's name is Santiago. And the story is about a little shepherd boy, a goat herder, and he basically wants to find you know what life's all about and and to become happy and he's in that pursuit of happiness and you know fulfillment and riches and he's sitting under this big old oak tree with his herd around him and he thinks right I'm going to go looking for it and he sets out on this journey and he goes all the way to so many different places looking and I just love the book because actually at the end he ends up back under that same old oak tree with his herd of goats around him because he's realized that one thing that you just said is that everything he needed was within him and and that book had such a profound impact on me I named my son after that book it's such a, a special message and I think it's it's hard sometimes especially when you're at rock bottom or you're going through a breakup and people have done things maybe they've betrayed you maybe they've done unkind things or maybe they you know just the fact that they've left has left you thinking well I, I don't know how to manage this situation so for people listening going yeah okay I, I, I'm at that point Brian how do they start making those changes well I think the first thing for me was I had to stop you know you you use that word external you know in that story that you just shared which was you know it's profound really a short story but it really makes the point that validation has to come from within self-love, you know, self-recognition, you know, all these sorts of things. You have to first validate yourself. I sometimes I'll I'll take people through like a meditation, they'll close their eyes and I'll take them through this process because you know we we face challenges in life on a daily basis and 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 some of them can in many ways feel like they define us in in, in the worst ways possible. But, you know, if you think about it, each of us here who are having this experience called life, we've already won the biggest challenge we'd ever face. You know, we had to swim the the most challenging, you know, swim we'd ever have to face in our entire lives. And out of all of that, we won. And, And the gift of that is the gift of life. It was that first heartbeat. And that to frame that in a way to understand that that this is your life and that you get to design it you get to define it and so if you're not getting what you want change it you know like look at what you no longer is serving you maybe it was something in the past that did but is no longer serving you now it might be people in your life it might be the story you have about yourself it might be you know, your, your daily rituals and habits, whatever it is, if it's not serving you in the way that you want, you have the capability and you have the power to change that. 
Oh, I love that. If you're not getting what you want, change it. I mean, it's so, so simple, but super powerful. And I think you can start with pretty small steps, right? You don't have to, you know, for some people that's daunting. Yeah, okay, I want to change maybe some of the friends I hang around with because maybe they're all married. It's something I heard this week from a client. All my friends are married. I love them and they're so caring. But every time I go out with them, it's just me now and there's a gap beside me and it just reminds me of what I've lost, she was saying to me. So, you know, it can be, you know, it can be daunting, can't it, to start making mm-hmm. these changes. But they can, yeah. they can start small, right? Absolutely. And I, I highly recommend it. You know, it's, it's baby steps. You know, we, we've heard it, right? We have to learn to uh, crawl before we walk. And, and in this case, yeah, I mean, if you're in a place where, you know, and that was such a great example, you know, because we are social creatures. And, you know, we all want to feel like we're enough, you know, we all want to feel wanted, desired and appreciated and needed. And sometimes, you know, we get that invitation to be in that circle, but there's a big challenge there. And we really have that internal battle going on where we're trying to feel like we fit in and it makes sense. But at the same time, we kind of know that that maybe that that scenario, that situation, that's that sort of dances over. We're trying to negotiate our way through that and, and maybe, you know, figure out like, well, well, where do I go from here and who will I be? And I would just say, you know, in those situations where you're trying to make those changes, maybe with, you know, people who are in your life for a very long time, but it just doesn't make sense anymore, is just let them be there. But, you know, just start to get busy with other things. And, or, you know, if, if they're like, hey, you know, you know, what's, what's the problem? Why are you not, you know, you didn't come to the last party or barbecue or, you know, coffee. I've asked you three times. You have, Hey, listen, I'm really sorry. I, I, you know what, first of all, let me say like, I appreciate you so much. I, I don't want you to take this personally. It's just, I'm so busy. And these are, there's some things that I really am working on for myself right now in my life. And, and I hope that that makes sense. And you can appreciate that, that, this has nothing to do with not wanting to make time for you. I just, I really need to make time for myself right now. And, you know, um, been through a lot and, um, you know, I'm just really trying to uh, make sense of things. And, and I really need to dedicate that time to that. So listen, we'll get together and have coffee, but please don't think that I'm not showing up because I, I don't want to be there. I don't care about you. I'm just going, just, just, you know, and I, I, I hate this idea of, never say I'm going through some stuff, you know, you don't need to explain that you just say, you know, I'm just working on a few things, making a few changes, implementing a few things, I'm really excited about it. And so I really need to dedicate the time to that. I hope you understand. Are you cool with that? Like put it back on them. You know, you don't need to explain and justify the changes that you're making within yourself. You just need to be proud of them. Yeah. And and yeah. And I love the way you just put that because a lot of people think, well, I don't want to be unkind. And that's a way of, of not being, you know, of being really nice about it. And you're not upsetting anyone. I just think sometimes people, well, I know I've been there myself in the past. It's scary to be vulnerable, you know, Mm -hmm. but actually what I have learned (laughs) having been vulnerable or maybe forced into situations where I had no choice to be vulnerable Vulnerability is a real strength as mm. well, isn't it, Brian? Because it, it brings mm. out the very best of you. And also, you can soon find out who the people who are genuinely caring about you and supportive, who they are pretty quick, right? 100%. You know, like, 
vulnerability is actually a virtue. You know, it's, it's something that, you know, as you said, Sara, it lets people see that deeper part of us. You know, it's almost like opening up a bit of your soul and letting people have a look inside. And it is at that moment where people are going to show up and they're either going to embrace that and acknowledge that, or you're going to know that I don't need this person in my life anymore because they don't get it or they don't want to get it or they don't appreciate it. Or maybe they're cut off. You know, maybe there's a story going on for them where they're afraid to be vulnerable and anything that resembles that makes them uncomfortable. And, you know, there's a, a lot of different dynamics there, but yeah, vulnerability is so important. And, you know, as a man, you know, I was like many men, you know, I was taught to, you know, you, you don't show tears, you don't show emotion, you man up, you know, you like, you, you, you be strong. And, you know, you let a woman know that you're strong by being strong, you know, instead of actually being strong, but at the same time being vulnerable, you know, and that was, it was such a heavy thing to carry for so long, because I saw, you know, being vulnerable, not only is something really hard to do as a man growing up, but um, it was so unfamiliar to me. How, how do you become vulnerable? You know, and I, and I have to give credit to my wife, Janice, for that, because she really helped me finally get, get to that point where I, I actually let it go. I actually had a release and I actually cried as a man. Like, I just cried. And, we were, and it was all because she was like, please please, you know, because I was, I was with my brother-in-law and my brother and we were watching, I don't know, some sports event downstairs in the basement and the family room. And Janice was upstairs with my sister. And uh, I remember coming upstairs. I was like, Hey, what are you watching? My sister Anne's like, shut up. <laughs> they were watching the notebook. Right. Oh. And uh, so, you know, I was like, okay, I'll get away. So anyway, I come upstairs. They're both like in tears. So when we came home, she's like, Oh, Brian, please, would you just watch this with me? I'm like, Oh my God, really? She's like, please, would you? I said, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. And then that was when I actually, I realized like, you know, there was, that was actually a really powerful movie for me. It really made yeah. me appreciate love, vulnerability, and what that, what, what meaningful connection can be. And that, that was really kind of a point where I realized Hey, Ryan, you're a little bit disconnected here. You know, maybe you want to maybe look at that and explore that, you know, yeah. and that was, that was not the only time, but there were other times, but I remember that being one of those significant times where I allowed that vulnerability to come through. And now today, you know, I, you know, I don't have to be that, that, you know, badass, hard man, you know, I can be strong, you know, when I need to be. But for her, or for myself, but you know, being vulnerable, I, I have, I've come to really appreciate that. And it's something I really appreciate and admire, well, people, because that's what, like, as you say, that's when you really get to know them. And you really yeah. get to see a part of them that maybe not everyone does. So it's a real pleasure and, and honor. Yeah, and I, 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 gosh, I love your story there about the notebook because just think that you know there's moments where in life where things start to change, and obviously we have to be careful who we're vulnerable with. I mean, I know a lot of people mm -hmm. listening may be in abusive or toxic relationships, so we're not talking about that. 
But we're talking about, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody, or even if it's a, a friend, um, a lot of us have masks, don't we? We put on our mask and we go out yeah. to the world. And I see this so much with corporate clients as well. And I know you deal a lot with people in business, Brian. You know, they go into work and there's somebody different. And then they come home and they're just a different personality. And, I, you know, for me, I wear my heart on, this, on my sleeve, as you know. And I am who I am. Like, I'm no different talking to you here on this webinar mm -hmm. as I am in the pub with you on a Friday night. This is me, you know, I, I, you know, take it or leave it. But I think, you know, one of the things that helps, you know, that vulnerability is just, just being free to say, look, I am who I am. You know, and for those people listening and going through a tough time, you know, choose the people that you open up to carefully, but allow people to see who you truly are. And that's how you start to shine your light. That's how you start to get back up on your feet when you're not afraid to be you. Hi, it's Sarah Davison here, the Divorce Coach. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. I just wanted to let you know about a free gift I've got for you, which I know will help you if you're struggling with your breakup or divorce right now. I'd like to offer you a free week's membership of my Heartbreak to Happiness online support group sessions with unlimited access to any of the groups during this time. So what are they? Well, these are friendly and confidential online support groups run by my accredited coaches. I've designed them to ensure that you know you're not alone and there is help and support out there to help you cope better. One delegate, Jane, said after her first session, I can't believe how much better I feel in just one hour. Another delegate, Wendy, said, My friends and family are so fed up of hearing me talk about this, and now I finally feel like I've found my tribe. I've designed these sessions so you'll meet other people going through similar situations, and you'll be able to share your story in a safe space. My specialist coaches are all trained personally by me and are there to offer support and help to enable you to dial down those negative emotions and let go of your ex. So I wanted to make a special offer to all my podcast listeners, which is a three weeks access to this unique support. It means that you will have access to as many support sessions as you would like to attend in a week. And we've got lots of days and different times to choose from. This is a great way to start to take your power back and help you feel more empowered. Remember, as I always say, it's not what happens to you that defines you. It's what you do about it that makes you the person you are. So sign up now at www saradavison.com forward slash support group that's saradavison.com forward slash support group to claim your free gift and to move from your heartbreak to happiness you're not afraid mm -hmm. to say how you feel and you know that might not be with everyone it may not be safe to be like that with everyone and we're not saying come on everyone just open up and be vulnerable all the time no no but, but I think there's a strength of character that you build by allowing people to see. You know, if they're not the right people for you in your life right now, they'll go. If that, they're not the right people, or they show you a side that isn't kind on the way, you know, as you go through that. I mean, I talked earlier, touched a little bit on the fact that I went through a very traumatic time about two years ago. 
And you were one of the people that stepped up in the biggest way for me, Brian. And I know you were always there and supportive me through. And I mean, I guess I was extremely vulnerable at that time because my whole life was turned upside down. But, you know, having someone who can sit and hold that space with you when you are in a position where, you know, you are going through and I know listeners that right now will be going through really tough times. But having somebody like a, a coach like you, Brian, to have to sit there and just hold that space, you know, possibly, you know, coaches can't always have all the answers, you know, especially in my particular situation. It was just crazy craziness. But, you know, there's no necessary solution, but just being able to have that power to sit with someone and, and hold that space is something that, you know, I, I will forever be grateful to you for, Brian. You have a real oh, thank gift you. for that. Thank you. Well, you know, um, I that just touches my heart in an incredible way. Uh, you know, but the thing is, I, I have to say thank you for trusting me to be able to be there for you because, you know, for me, and I think it's for all of us, you know, when we're called to, to step up, you don't need to think about it. You know, it's like a fireman goes into a house. They don't go, mm, that looks kind of dangerous. You know, I might could get hurt. Like they go in because it's their intention. It's, it's the will that's driving them. The, the, the deep desire to say, I have a responsibility to go in and save lives and I'm willing to risk my own life to do it because it, that's who they are. It's their values, their standards, their DNA. For me, you know, you're a dear friend and uh, I just wanted to be there for you. It, it was like, I felt that it was my duty to show up for you and support you in a time when you really needed someone. And I'm so grateful and so honored to have been able to do that because, you know, not only are you a dear friend, you're an amazing woman, an amazing person. And, you know, we've had these conversations. So anything that, you know, anyone listening here, this is nothing that I'm saying that I haven't said directly to Sarah, you know, is that she, she really is um, such a resilient and, and strong woman, but she's also a human being and she's vulnerable. Like I am, like you are, like we all are. And um, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a very profound time for you in your life. Not the only time, but definitely a profound time. And um, you know, I just have so much admiration and respect for you because you are, you have such resolve and such resilience. And, and I know the work that you do and people don't get to see things that maybe I've experienced with you. And, and so, yeah, just, it's, it's incredible. And so I really appreciate that. Oh, thanks, Brian. I mean, I know that adversity has definitely made me stronger. And that's something that I'm grateful for with hindsight. <laughs> Though I think I would have struggled to have said that at the time, for sure. Um, but, you know, with you, and I know with Janice, you know, I know that you are the most phenomenal couple, and you both are doing amazing things in the coaching world and helping so many people. But that also has had its struggles. And I, I do think, Brian, if you're open to sharing some of that, you know, that I think a lot of people can learn from some of those things, especially hearing the male perspective as mm. well sometimes, because obviously we talk a lot about women on this show. So maybe you could shed a light on some of that if you're comfortable to share. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, 
if there's any guys listening to this and you know, you're in a place where you're frustrated with your partner, like, please listen to what I'm about to share with you. Um, you know, and, and this is also so that women understand too, that, that men are capable of changing, you know, just sometimes as men, you know, we know it, you know, uh, men are from, or women are from Venus, men are from Mars, which whatever the title is, you know, we are different, but not so different that, you know, we can't come together because I mean, look, the bottom line is, you know, we're attracted to one another, but what happens to that magic? Why does that go away? You know, and, and why do all these conditions and expectations come into things like that? And, you know, I remember it was a Sunday and Janice was cleaning the house. And at that time we, I, well, Janice, yeah, we, we were, uh, no, Janice had just started her first business. She had her first salon and uh, I was still employed and it was a Sunday and I was watching sport and I thought, here she comes with the vacuum. You know, she knows I'm watching the sports. But no, and she's going to put it right in front of my feet. So I got to pick them up and I can't hear it. And I was completely caught up in myself. And I remember one day I was like, why, why do you, why do you feel the need to come in and start vacuuming while I'm trying to, like, you can see it's my, it's Sunday. I just want to watch the, the match. And she, as she began to tell me, she began to get emotional. You know, she said, do you think that I want to clean the toilet today? Do you think that I want to do the laundry? Do you think that I want to sweep the floor and, you know, do all these things? Do you, do you actually think that I want to do that? Do you not think like I'd like to maybe read the newspaper or go for a walk? But someone's got to do it. You know, and it was at that point when I saw her tears and I heard it in her voice, like I, I, I just, I felt it, you know, and it was at that point when I went, you're an asshole. I said that to myself, you know, and that was the moment when I decided I, I not only did I want to, I needed to become a better man. I needed to become a better partner to my wife. I realized that I needed to share the responsibilities. And so what does that mean? It means that I made the decision to change. Why? Because I got out of myself and realized what really mattered to me most it wasn't the sports game. It was my wife. She's what really mattered. And when I made that lateral shift, suddenly that started to some, something that I started to consider with all of my decisions in my marriage. But in 2011, you know, this was like, you know, 10 years later, you know, and all the ups and downs and the battles and the challenges that we all face. Um, we were at a point where I, I thought I didn't want it anymore. You know, and I, Janice didn't want it either. And we actually agreed to separate. And when we actually agreed, there, it was at that moment when I was like, this is the last thing I want. Like, I, I didn't come this far to only come this far. You know, and it was the same for her. And I said to her, you know what? I love you more than anything. Like, this is the last thing I want. I want to fight for this. You know, and, it, and thankfully, it happened to be the same for her. Grateful for that. and. Um, uh, that was when I really started to understand and really explore human needs, you know, which we know from Tony Robbins. And so um, I, I was very good at understanding what I needed and what I wanted, but I needed to understand how do I serve the needs of the other person? And in doing so, 
I realized that there's this law of reciprocity that comes into play, that the more I do and give for my partner, the more I get back, not just necessarily her doing for me, but knowing that I'm, I'm, I'm showing up as the best husband that I can be for her. And that's not that I could do it every day. You know, the asshole still shows up sometimes, but not very often because, you know, I try to be my most resourceful self. And so, yeah, you know, any men out there, you know, you can become more just by finding out like, what, what does your partner need rather than assuming, you know, why, you know, like just learn to ask better questions. I always say the quality of your life is down to the communication you have with yourself and the people around you. That's the bottom line, because the questions we ask ourselves or ask other people have meaning. They're going to create emotion. And so, you know, if you're not experiencing the things that you want, then sometimes we have to learn to ask better questions. And that's going into the world of, you know, Tony Robbins and really understanding how he creates transformation. It helped me first create it in my own life. You know, I, I, I can't go out and help someone, you know, fix something that, you know, because I, I watched a video you know, I, I need to, or read a book, you know, I need to apply it, you know, yeah. and these are things that have applied in my own life. And so my marriage today means something, it has a very different meaning than it did, you know, I don't know how long it's been that long, 24 years we've been together. So relationships of any kind, whether it's a man or a woman or a couple of, or it's in at work, you know, in a professional setting, you know, relationships can be tough. But when we can become effective in our own communication, then also understanding what is this person actually really asking for, rather than assuming what it is, suddenly we get a whole bunch of different information. And then we can figure out how we can support them in a way that they feel understood, feel validated, and they feel valued, which, you know, makes them feel a great sense of worth and significance. And when you feel like that, you feel good about yourself. And so when somebody does enough good things for you, you just kind of want to do it back for them, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, I, gosh, you, there's so many nuggets of wisdom in there, Brian. I, I don't know where to start. I mean, one of my favorites that really resonated was, I haven't come this far to only come this far. I love that saying. And I think that will resonate with lots of people listening because you go through a tough time and you're you're knocked down, which we all have, right? In life can literally knock you down curveballs come at you and that's kind of life right so we've got to know to anticipate that but actually to know that you haven't come this far to just come this far there's so much more to do get back up and and keep going I, I love that and also you know Tony Robbins for those of you who haven't heard of him is you know in my opinion one of the greatest if not the greatest you know uh, transformational coach the world has ever seen um he is phenomenal um and you know brian and i have studied with him for many many years but one of the things i love about what he first said to me when i was gosh 20 or 27 years ago going on his his courses was be the change you want to see and i think Mm. that's a place very much into taking responsibility you know looking inside you is which where we started with the the alchemist, the book, and the little shepherd boy underneath the oak tree, be the change you want to see because you have everything you need within you right now. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go or do another course or speak to another person. You have it. 
it's about unlocking that and tapping into that, I think, which is phenomenal. And and you and Janice are two of my you know favorite people and, and one of my favorite couples on the planet. So well, thank obviously you so whatever much. you did is working. <laughs> I think for for anyone, it, it, and it kind of comes goes circles back, you know, as you were saying with the alchemist, it circles back to where our conversation started, right? Is um I wasn't happy with where I wanted to be. And so, you know was understanding that you know happiness is not a a destination it's a decision isn't it yeah i decided i just wanted to be happy i decided i don't want this other stuff you know we i I was just uh thinking about you know how much how many years how much time i invested in worrying about you know a, a bridge that i would never end up crossing or a situation i'd never end up facing and this is true of all of us you know, and, and, and so with all things in my life, I, I always stop now. And if you, if you don't do this, give it a try. When something's coming up for you, that's causing you some level of unrest or uncertainty, or, you know, some sort of negative emotion, stop, take a deep breath and say, is this, is this something that's really useful right now? Do I really need this? Is this something that's going to enhance my situation or solve this problem. You know, worrying is, yeah, is worrying something that can be a good thing? Yes. When it's justified and called for it. Like in other words, you know, like I get, oh, the house is on fire. Okay. Yeah. I think worrying is an appropriate state to be in. But, you know, when we're thinking about what happened to us, say in a relationship with either intimate or professional or with uh, children that was a year ago and we're suddenly in a place of regret and we're worried, Oh my God, I wonder if they think this about me now, or, you know, I mean, you have to stop and you have to check in and you have to go, am I being my most resourceful self right now? How is this actually going to help me? And then just say, I don't need it and move on. And, shift your focus, you know, and as Tony Robbins says, where focus goes, energy flows. And so, you know, like put your focus towards something else that's, that's going to be productive for you. Yeah. Because again, you know, pain is, is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And so we have the ability to make the decision to make that shift. If we want to romance and stay in that about the old times and the old days and all that stuff and and relive it, you know, that's a decision, you know, or you can say enough, you know, because the thing is, I just want to make this final point before I met Janice, I got dumped and that hurt. And I remember driving past the house where I was living with, with this person, this woman and seeing someone else's vehicle outside, you know, because broke up, I got to go out. I got to validate myself and I'm going to get my mates and we're going to go to the pub. You know, you come home with your tail between your leg because you've got this thing. I'm needy <laughs> on your forehead. Yeah. So, you know, of course, you're, you know, you're heading home. And when we drove past that way and I saw that car and I, of course, I knew, you know, and that was sort of a sinking feeling that came, you know, I guess I wasn't enough and all these sort of things because I didn't have those tools like that I have today then. And, you know, but the thing is, I remember waking up the next morning and it was funny, you know, I said to myself, well, you can either be sad and upset and, and, and beat yourself up over that, or you can say, 
maybe she actually wasn't the right person. And now I'm in a position where I can actually meet the person I'm meant to be with. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. So, you know, in many ways, I'd like to say thank you to her, you know, um, sort of, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I often say thank you to my ex because he's obviously, you know, I've obviously created a a business that I love and helps a lot of people around the world. So, you know, I think thanking your ex sometimes for the tough times, which have led to better times is always a a nice way to do it. So, Brian, you're amazing. Um, For people listening who think, you know, I'd really like to contact Brian, find out more, maybe get some coaching with you. How do they find you? Yeah, so um, maybe if we can drop some links in, in the description of the podcast, obviously, but you can go to uh, coachbm.com. So that's like coachbrianmuldoon.com. So it's just abbreviated. So www.coachbm.com. Or if you want to reach out to me directly, just send an email to support at coachbm.com. And I'd be happy to respond to anything. Uh, any oh. questions you have, anything like that. like. You know, I'm at a point in my life now where it really is about, you know, uh, giving, you know, and contributing because, you know, when you've experienced enough suffering in your own life and enough pain, you know, when you see someone else having a breakthrough, it's almost like you get to have the breakthrough too. You know, it's, and you know what it's like as a coach, Sarah, and the work that you do. I mean, you know, you're on a mission, you know, you're, you're driven by passion. You're driven by purpose it's a calling. It's like, it's like I said earlier, you're being called to do it. And for me, I love it. And it's, I'm just so happy that I get to do this in my life. And I'm so blessed that I've, I've, I've just, you know, been able to help people, you know, to be there for them, as you say, to hold that space so that they can break free because there's nothing more gratifying than that to come through and go, Oh my God, I just feel amazing. I feel yeah. like I have clarity. I feel like I have absolute certainty on what what's possible. You know, and that's, I think the biggest thing that I want to say here is you are capable of achieving and creating extraordinary things. No matter what's happened to you, we all have the capacity to become capable and resourceful. You know, and, and that's, that's, that's the most important thing that you have to remind yourself, you're capable doing so much. If you think about what you've got through in your lifetime to where you are today, depending on where you are, I don't know where you are. Maybe you're in a terrible place. Maybe you're in an amazing place, but I'll guarantee you that there's a fighter in you. There's potential, unlimited potential in you. Sometimes it's just about changing the conversation, the dialogue that we have with ourselves, the relationship that we have with ourselves. Sometimes it's about letting go of the past events that have happened for us so that we can tap into that thing called capability, open that up. Hey, what, what, what's possible for me today that I can do? Who can I become? And, you know, if you're not sure, and you know, but you know that, like reach out to someone, reach out to Sarah, reach out to me, you know, you know, the help is there, you know, and um, you want to talk about vulnerability. And one of the one of the greatest things I ever did for myself was ask for help. That was the pinnacle of change in my life was to to say, I need help. You know, mm. so yeah, it can take a lot of courage to ask for help, but it's definitely one of the best things that we do. So yeah, thank you, Brian. That was amazing. Thank you. I, have, I have one last question for you that I ask all my guests. 
uh, as you know, the podcast is called Heartbreak to Happiness. And I think happiness, as we discussed earlier, is super important to know what that is for you so you can tap into it along your journey. So what is happiness for you, Brian? It's a great question. I, I would say if I had to sum it up, happiness is knowing that I continue to do my best to create a life that one day I'll be able to look back on and be really proud of, that I didn't settle for less, that I asked more of myself and put in the work so that I could become more for the people that I really love and care about, you know, and, and that, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Brian, for sharing so many thank you. of wisdom. Lots and lots and lots of advice and tips in there. So thank you so much for being a fabulous thank guest. Thank you. Sara, thank you so much. That's it for today's episode. Do head on over to coachbm.com to find out more about Brian and his work. And I look forward to you joining me on my next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to Sarah's virtual Heartbreak to Happiness retreat. This is a transformative combination of live webinars with Sarah herself, coupled with her empowering online video program designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sarah's gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness.